You're like, are you ready? And I'm like, <laughs> you don't even know. Like, I'm just sitting here, like, wearing a button, like, just completely butt naked. And you're like, you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> On that note, welcome to episode 15 of Pixel Beast. I'm your host, Jake. I've got I've got Alex here with me. Welcome That's back to the hot seat, man. <laughs> it's been a good been almost well it's it hasn't been quite a year it's probably been about well, eight or nine months that would have been, been like this would have been like a reboot if it had been a year but since it hasn't been a year this is just you know we're back from break <laughs> god i'd have to think of an entire new name and all this yeah, other stuff new channel and, everything oh, pixel beast is, <laughs> is too good i can't get rid of it how you been man I've been good. You know, you act like you don't know how good I've been. <laughs> We've been who, like, how are you? How, like, so, you such you, a cop out question. Right? How, how yeah. are you? How are you from, you know, like yesterday when I talked to you or a couple minutes ago when like, I texted did, did you? We just make plans for you to like come over to my house Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I do that. If it'd been an entire year as we talk, but like, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh God, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm having we've been playing Halo and <laughs> I'm having withdrawals from not being able to play infinite. I have no idea because we haven't talked about this at all. So I have no idea like what we're even going to be talking about tonight. I just know that it's going to be fun because it's talking with Jake. Yeah. But uh, is it about Halo Infinite? Because <laughs> it's talk. already on Halo Infinite. <laughs> so we're we can talk about, about it if you want. I mean, that's I haven't honestly I haven't planned anything i just like hey okay. i didn't talk? want you to be like you know be like oh i guess we're talking about halo infinite and you're like scratching out your notebook of topics <laughs> the whole podcast like, is ruined well we're no, gonna talk it's... about fucking fruit or something dude you started the podcast talking about being naked and you didn't realize that i started it so that's where we're at right now <laughs> oh so it was about <laughs> what kind of fruit do you like to eat when you're naked <laughs> i guess we're talking about halo infinite now jesus christ <laughs> from from for, oh god from being naked sitting here to oh god yeah yeah i am I, naked <laughs> you know something just poked me in my sock okay this, this is, is going great uh <laughs> dude halo man i am i i seriously am i'm having withdrawals from not playing it this is yeah. this is how bad it is like so monday i i got on my xbox and i it was like nine, nine o'clock. I'm like, I want to play something. So I put on Red Dead and then I walked away from my my Xbox and forgot about it and then just <laughs> and played on my phone and then turned off the Xbox and went to bed because it just didn't sound fun to me. <laughs> oh, man. I just imagine you like sitting in your chair, you turn on your Xbox and as soon as it boots up the Red Dead menu, you just like get up and you stand up with your hands behind your back looking out the window. You watch the traffic <laughs> a little bit. You look back at your Xbox. It's still Red Dead. Because you haven't touched it. I'm you like, look back uh, out the window and then you shut it off and go to bed because you have no <laughs> Halo to play. I was similar in the sense of like, I, I got on Halo last night. I, I was recording a video last night with Matthew. I, I needed his help for something. Like took like two minutes. I needed his help. And uh, got done and he was like, hey, you want to play anything? And I was like, yeah, Halo. I want to play Halo Infinite. And he's like, well, that's gone. And I was like, well, I guess let's play MCC. And we popped off on MCC because I was like, you know, what the fuck else are we supposed to do? Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Needs some sort of halo. I don't know. I But nothing nothing else sounds good to me right now. And I was I, I had this conversation with Brett uh, while I was at work. I was like, 
you know, I, cause I was, cause he was on last night and he was like, yeah, I tried to message you, but you never messaged me. And I told him the same story, how I was, you know, but, <laughs> you're uh, staring out there, looking out your window, like with your hands behind your back, you get to hear the little notification. He looks as Brett wants to talk. You sigh. You keep looking out the window. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Russell Crowe from that meme where he's looking and <laughs> looking in through the rainy <laughs> yeah. window. You're like, there's no point right now, Brett. <laughs> Halo Infinite's no having a, <laughs> Halo Infinite's having a nice homemade home cooked warm meal and I'm sitting out in the rain. <laughs> but but no, I, I I told him I was like I just nothing sounds good. And the only two things that I'm stoked for that I that sound that sound interesting to me are Halo Infinite and Battlefield 2042. Oh, yeah. It's like that's I want I I that's all I want to play. And then when I try to boot something up here, I just, you know, I look at my phone and I realize, man, I've been looking at my phone for an hour. With, with the game on in the background, I'm just going to go lay down. And that's literally <laughs> what it's been like. Yeah, I, uh, we like we end up playing MCC uh, for a, a little while. We didn't play for too terribly long, but we just kind of played some multiplayer matches and we popped off. I, every, beginning of every match, I just always t- just told them, I was like, don't they're, they're just bots, dude. They're just bots. And then we'd, we'd thrash them and we'd oh, move on. But, yeah, it's just like, it's crazy because it's it's weird because when you think about like the wait for Halo Infinite, it's been rough. You know, like we've been waiting for a, qu- I mean, I, beyond even Halo Infinite, we've been waiting for a quality Halo experience for a very long time. And, and then, you know, they announced Halo Infinite. And of course, as Halo fans, we're all excited. We're all looking forward to it, you know, as Halo fans. But now it's the hype is completely different because now we know that we're looking forward to a genuinely good Halo experience just from how the damn thing feels. And so now it's like, well, now, now it, the hype is really going to get nuts because we know what we're in for. <laughs> oh, and it and it feels good. It feels I think I, w- I was thinking about how many hours I put into it just in the weekend because I put probably four or five ish hours on Friday once I got home and everything was working. And then I, I put probably seven or eight hours into it Saturday. Dude, I'm not even joking. Like I got on at one o'clock, played it till five, took a break to eat. And then I played it again till like 10 or 11. I ended up that night uh, that we were streaming uh, the final night of Halo Infinite's first flight. I ended up, I stayed on for a little bit more, played a little bit, because I wanted to get that scorpion punch armor, the black armor with the red arm. And yeah. uh, I ended up not getting it that night, but I got up that morning. And I was just kind of, and I knew, I, I got up that morning and I was just like, I still want to play Halo Infinite. And I was like, I think the flight's still going. So I got on that morning and logged on. It was still going, played a few matches, got the Scorpion Punch uh, with about 30 minutes before the flight ended. Nice. And I got a picture. I took a picture of my multiplayer Spartan and I was like, we'll meet again soon. Dude. <laughs> and then I posted that on Twitter. <laughs> oh, so good. Like it's, it's, you know, it, you're right. It is a different type of, it is a different type of hype because you know, it was or it was getting delayed so much. And at you know what happens when a game that people want to come out gets delayed, they start to overhype it and they start to think about what it could be. And then that manifests into, oh, well, that's what it's going to be. And then by the time the product comes out, cyberpunk, <laughs> it's nowhere near where people thought it would be. And then they're upset with it where I was worried about Halo. Like they said they were taking this year. Here's the thing. Looking back at the gameplay footage from last year, I could definitely see 
a night and day difference from that gameplay footage to this year and, and sheer performance like and sheer like, performance yeah and the, the gameplay i thought was good i thought it looked fun it looked like halo gameplay and i was like, oh okay this looks really awesome and oh yeah then they decided they were going to take a year off to you know to address everyone's concerns and then i'm like oh god it's going to fall into that cyberpunk oh, thing where oh, it's going to yeah. be continually you know, push back and it's never going to meet expectations. And by the time it comes out, like it's moved on, we're moved on and no, and halo will be done. And then this flight comes out, you know, well, I honestly, it started with the marketing. I think the marketing has been fantastic. I mean, they, they handled it very well with pushing back the release date, you know, at uh, the, the gameplay videos, the vidox just leading up to the flight. I think they did a solid job. And then the flight comes out. I mean, then the flight oh, yeah. comes out. Oh yeah. And it feels like Halo. And it's and it feels too good to be true. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, oh my God. Like it actually feels like the spiritual successor of like the the natural evolution of Halo's gameplay um from like from Halo 3. You know what I mean? Because I mean like mm-hmm. after Halo 3, we got Halo Reach, and that was such a wild like and I mean nothing against Halo Reach. I mean a little bit against Halo Reach, but uh it uh it changed so much without feeling like that was the next logical step. It was like, we're just going to try to go balls to the wall. It's Bungie's last Halo game, armor lock, sprint, all these crazy things. And they're just like, you know, that's what we're doing. And, and, and Reach is a great game. I do love that game. But, and, and then whenever that being Bungie's last game, then going to Halo 4 and it being even more of a sidestep, Halo 5 was like fun but still leaning into that sidestep of advanced movement. Halo Infinite is more of like, they went back to be like, okay, what if we made an actual sequel, like gameplay wise to Halo three, what's the next evolution in that line of thinking. And I feel like that's what we got now. And that's what people are like, we're so excited about. And you're talking about like the marketing of Halo Infinite being great. You know, it's like as Halo fan, we we're like uh, a condition to worship those Vidocs. You know what I mean? Cause like, I mean, we, we, about like uh, just how many times we would rewatch those Vidox for Halo Three and just slow them down and just look at every frame just to get another peek at Halo Three, but uh, so it's like we're kind of conditioned to do that. But as like I can't wait as we get closer to the uh, to the end of summer and getting into fall when Halo Infinite's true marketing starts to come out. I yeah, mean, like the the live action trailers that Halo's so like known for doing and just oh man, I can't wait. I just. I mean, we're hyped now because we know we're going to get a quality feeling Halo game, but just wait until we start to see, you know, actual, the actual like marketing to the public, letting everyone know, Hey, this Halo game's coming. It's coming in a couple months. Go pre-order it. And that's, oh man, they got, I mean, say what you will even about Halo five, but it even had a killer marketing campaign with the live action, uh, you know, the dual trailer with Locke killing chief and then chief killing Locke, even though that never fucking happened, but you know, it's like, it was still sweet or, or, or master chief, you know, walking up on that sand dune with the giant ass, uh, Jedi robe looking bad, looking bad ass. And just you're thinking, oh, my God, I cannot wait to see that scene and what when what Chief is doing in Guardians. Dude, and it never happens. That's going to be the opening <laughs> of Halo Infinite. I'm telling you right now. He's got the shattered visor because Locke bitch smacked him right at the beginning or in the middle of Halo 5. And it's just going to be him going into the desert with that Jedi outfit on to bury. Because what he had in his hands was the Cortana chip. It's him going out to a desert to bury the Cortana chip and then to move on. I'm literally making this up right now, but that would actually be pretty. You son dope. of a bitch. If they, no. it, I mean, if they seriously end up 
I mean, that makes so much sense because it was such an iconic scene that was never used. Like right. that would be their excuse to tie it into Guardians. Like, oh, why is why is the aesthetic of Infinite completely different from Guardians? Because you have to address that. I mean, I I hate it. I hate that they have to address it, but they're yeah. going to have to address it because the guns sound 100 percent different. You know, they don't have that that weird digital futuristic sound to well, that's them. because it's the br 75 <laughs> and not the br 55 you know <laughs> yeah i mean but i, I completely got what you hear what you're saying because like and, and halo 4 was just continuity because they're like oh nanotech is what updated chief's armor while he was in cryo but at the very beginning of the game they show a video which is a flashback to the the beginning of the human covenant war where there's lots of spartans and all those spartans are wearing the halo 4 armor so the yeah. continuity is all messed up it was so such like, a cop out answer like i know i you know i i keep i keep saying and even in the podcast last week when i talked to myself i was talking about halo 4 and it's and i still it still holds true to me that it is one of the it is a very strong campaign story yeah narratively it's got the most it's like the deepest story when it comes to master chief i think so and and i think the you know i think because it's really just a story between him and cortana and you just you get to you get more of that interaction between them i think that's why i like it so much but i that first part when when even when i played it for the first time she's like i upgraded your armor while you were asleep with nanotech like, like I was like, weird. okay, this is a cop out, and you know, <laughs> but you're right. Halo Infinite is it's like they made a spiritual successor to three, and that's what it feels like. That's what it looks like, and they took a lot of good things from from uh, you know from Reach, and you know, honestly, when I think about it, I you could argue that they took a couple you know a couple things from what they learned from four and five. But at the same time, the only things that they learned from four and five was making the controls more modern, which that I mean, you could I argue that. that's what they would do anyway in this in this sense. And it's almost like they kind of retconned a lot of what four and five did to a point. So I yeah, I'm I'm excited to see because like everything we've seen so far of Halo Infinite, at least from its campaign, you think about like uh, the the E3 demo that we got last year where we see uh, Chief crash to this new Halo uh, and or Zeta Halo and this, you know, this adventure begins. But they even said that that's not the beginning of the game. They said that's actually a good ways into the game. And that's actually actually that's actually going to be an interesting thing to talk about, because, you know, a lot of people have this notion that Halo Infinite is going to have is going to be this this huge open world game purely like that's it the whole game is set within this open world but i feel like in the e3 demo last year we saw chief come to that open world you know what i mean yeah. that open section and uh they said that that's a good ways into the game already so i imagine that there's going to be traditional levels um that take place before and after this open world or, or sprinkled within you know what i mean so yeah. that you can have missions say like on a space station or or you know or all this and that so i'm actually but to back up what i was trying to say earlier i'm excited to see how they tie the end of halo 5 to halo infinite how you go from cortana is the main antagonist who uh is you know taking over everything to now we have to deal with the banished on Zeta Halo. They talked about it a little bit at E3 this year by saying like you know by showing us the new AI the new, the new Cortana or the weapon as they're calling her uh, that they are going to try to capture Cortana and delete her. That was their plan. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I, and when we were talking earlier about like maybe the opening of Halo Infinite might be that Halo 4 trailer, <laughs> I just thought, I was like, well, if he buried his chip, how does he get a new one? Well, he got a new one with his new set of armor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just wanted to say that title sounds stupid. I don't know. I, it's better. It's a better excuse than freaking nanotech. <laughs> You know, you, your armor. it's interesting I'm really, though. I'm excited to see how they and how they tie how they, Halo how 5 they tie it in. together. Yeah, the, the how they tie it in with the story aesthetically, I'm really interested. You know, because yeah, I, I, I just I'm really curious how to how they're going to bring the story to Infinite from that. If you think about it, very large arc that four and five was. Yeah. You know, I think yeah, I mean, because Halo four and five are definitely they go hand in hand, and so Infinite seems like such a, a wild left turn. And I thought it was like because there was a part of me that thought like like you were saying like oh they just retconned it. It's oh nope, banners to here. We got to forget about Cortana. But it was kind of bold of them. I mean, I just not necessarily bold, but they were that they decided at E three this year to let everybody know, hey, we're not retconning those games. Uh, it, which you know I didn't think they would, but you know like that the, those games happened and that we're talking about it at the trailer. You know, but with yeah. the new AI and, and, and acknowledging Cortana and that she's still a threat and all this and that, which, uh, oh man, there's there's a ton to talk about even with that. Like, like I don't know. Like, I'm, I talked with Matthew a couple times about, like, what we thought about, like, the new AI. I immediately fell in love with her, you know, but what if, like, I don't know, like, when I think about Chief, the way he, like, he was getting agitated with her whenever he, that she was talking to him and it was like, he was like, letting his guard was up like he didn't want to let her uh like it's like he was having an internal battle with himself like he didn't want to accept this cortana even exactly like, it's like no this is like no this isn't cortana you're you're just you're just a shell you're a cortana you're, you're a, a tool. tool that we're using yeah you are you are a, you are an ai which yeah. is yeah, which is very and interesting. I always thought it was, it was neat because as you watch that trailer, you slowly watch Chief's guard go down and before he finally reaches in, to, gives the chip and lets her in. And yeah. it makes me wonder if Chief might know something because obviously the weapon doesn't know. Uh, Chief acted like he didn't know what was going on with Cortana. He That may be the case. Obviously, I haven't played the game, but there's a part of me that thinks that Chief... what? Because, I mean, the whole thing was that the weapon was supposed to be, I think... She's basically like a virus or something like that. And she's going to basically capture Cortana within herself. And then they're going to delete both of them. Like, and that's what, that's how I took it. And what if the, uh, Cortana and this AI mixed together and it basically wiped Cortana. Uh, so basically this weapon is Cortana, but it basically wiped her clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought, uh, not that I think that's what happened, but a what if thing. And so that's why chief standoffish, like, why are you still here? Something went wrong. This is actually Cortana now. She doesn't know it. And Chief's like, he's having, he's battling the emotions that he had at the end of Halo 4. And then finally he he accepts her. And then you have this adventure, you know? So I'm so excited to jump into Halo Infinite, having this new AI that's, you know, not amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. kind of like the Isabel of uh, Halo Wars 2, but way better because it's Cortana. <laughs> oh, it's going to be wild. Like, I'm just I'm just I just want it to be out so I can so I can experience it, you know, but, yeah. you know, going it's interesting going back to the open world uh, thing that, you know, topic that you were talking about. Okay. This that reminded me of something that I thought about. And I think we had talked about this before in regards to the open world aspect of the uh-huh. of the game that they're kind of giving. And I I agree that 
it's not, you know, it's not all going to take, it's not, this isn't the beginning. It's not, not all going to take place on Halo. But one thing that I thought about during the, the, uh, the flight, and I thought about our conversations about, you know, them not being open world, but right. more of Gears 5 large level areas. So yeah. instead of having one giant open world, you have like six or seven large play areas where you have levels in that. And yeah. the the new Mombasa level made me super excited for that reason, because it's like, ooh, OK, there's a very detailed new Mombasa level like it clearly looks like a lot of work was put into this. I wonder if one of the open level open world levels we're going to get Chief goes back to Earth or something. goes back to Earth or something goes back to New Mombasa for some reason, you know, for story wise. And then we have a large new Bombasa area that we get to explore. So like we get, (laughs) so we get an infinite, you know, Hey, you know, like the, what, like what they've shown, they have like a vehicle or, you know, vehicle oriented open world on halo, but new Mombasa is more tight and vertical and it requires more movement and, and, and park, you know, it kind of takes, takes advantage of the, the mantling system and, and all that stuff. And it's like, this is an open world, but this is more, you know, boots on the ground based where that level that we keep showing is this is that, you know, this is the open world aesthetic yeah. that you're used to. Yeah, dude, that immediately makes me think of Halo 3 ODST because it was a semi open world in set in New Mombasa. But how cool would it be to see it after the Human Covenant War, after it's being rebuilt in the during oh, the day and yes. As Master Chief, you know, at, coming back as the hero, you know what I mean? Exactly. That sounds, that sounds awesome. Coming, coming full circle, coming back around to to Halo, you know, to Halo 2 and just seeing what happened after the fact. I mean. Oh, dude, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Go for what, it. When he goes back to New Mombasa and the ruins of New Mombasa and the rebuilding, Master Chief should visit his memorial. Dude. Yeah. Because, yeah oh, my God. That yeah. would be. That would be insane. <laughs> I'd probably cry. I seriously, as a kid, when I'd watch that Halo Three cinematic, and it just it would slowly zoom in on the one one seven carving, and the 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 music swells, dude. It would like choke me up. I would never cry, but I would get that frog in my throat. It oh would get yeah, me every time, one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Uh, That's such yeah, a dude. such a great. Oh god. I just want to see Chief look at it. You know, he doesn't have to say anything. He just yeah. looks at it, and it's just it's a, a memorial to everything that happened before halo four, you know? And I just, that's, you know, you'd see captain keys, his photograph, Miranda's cat, a photograph, Sergeant Johnson, you know, just an acknowledgement of the past. And that sounds, dude, I hope you're right. Dude. <laughs> I, that's, that's the way you open halo infinite. Now. Oh man. Now I'm going to be, bu- now, now, now I really want a new Bombasa area, but if, even if they don't, you know, like I, it, I don't know. It'd be really, it'd be really cool. Yeah, we need to send this podcast to Sketch and be like, dude. Yeah, bro, to please tell me there's please. a new Mombasa level. And then please. he's like, got ideas. He's like, I'm dude. just going to kill your dreams now. No, that's not there. He's like, no, they don't. Um, it's gone. Didn't happen. But, you know, I was also thinking, too, because I'm, I'm looking at my screensaver, which is the Halo, the original Halo Infinite uh, backdrop where it has, you know, where it has that open level area on Halo on the Zeta yeah. Halo. 
and then it has different sections kind of floating in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And that also makes me wonder if that's going to be like, those would be considered like, that's the how they separate the, um, the open environments that, that right. would be really cool. My, my one concern with that was that Joseph Staten talked about at E3 that, uh, he's like, this is the biggest open environment we've ever made for a halo game. Mm-hmm. And I, just the way he said open environment just makes me feel like, that open environment that we we saw at last year's demo, that's what he's talking about. And the rest of the levels would be outside of that. Because that, that bummed me out originally because I was like, and, and this is by no means confirmed. This is just the way I took Joseph Staten's quote. You know what I mean? I hope that they're like, I, I, w- I would love for you to be completely right. They're like, yes, we've made multiple big open environments. Because as a Halo fan, we love I love seeing multiple biomes. The, var- like, the varied biomes, yeah, yeah, and I like, and that's the way I just thought it would be too. Is like they're they're like islands, you know, because the ring is all broken up and they're just different open world hubs. I hope that's the case because I would love to see multiple bi- biomes, like the control room, like assault on the control room in Halo Combat Evolved. I mean, Halo Combat Evolved had forests, valleys, swamps, snowy mountains, like yeah. you went everywhere. And in in Halo Three, you had deserts with the Ark and all that stuff. You had, so yeah, yeah, I would love to see just multiple biomes. And I feel like the way that they could do that easily is kind of like well like i'm being hope like optimistic in the sense of like yeah we have this open environment they already said that this is not the beginning of the game it's actually good ways of the game so outside of this open environment we have levels and that's how we can see multiple biomes and things like that but dude if you're i would rather you be right because i would rather have more uh, open world biomes i think i think it'd be cool like i i I'm tr- I just I'm trying to think of like in terms of the development cycle that they would have been in at the time that Gears 5 was because Gears 5 was super successful and the story was really acclaimed and I really oh, yeah. liked the story too oh, and yeah. it did something completely different with with its levels and it, it went like more it went with those open area levels where it had the different levels filtered in within this big zone and they had like they had a couple big zones and then they had smaller traditional levels and then you got to blow the shit out of dom's tomatoes (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah but and i i you know i i think about that and i think about okay halo infinite had to be in relatively early stages at that point and they had to be at least having a trying to get a rough idea of level design And then they go and they look at Gears 5 and they look at how well that was received. And they and they're sitting there thinking, okay, well, we're wanting to bring Halo back to its roots a little bit. What if we focused on what people like, which was those open level zones like Gears did and like Halo CD or CE did? And what if we had more varied zones and we had different like areas and biomes and and stuff within those zones that you could. And, and just to elaborate on like what you're saying for people that, that may not understand, uh, uh, the open zones that we're talking about in Halo Combat Evolved is how the original Halo game had a much uh, op- more open concept of levels. You think about like the opening, le- uh, the second mission, Halo. Halo. You have you know save these three groups of Marines in any order you see fit, or Silent Cartographer. It literally drops you on an island, and you can complete those objectives in any order you see fit. You can play the whole mission backwards if you wanted to, and uh, Halo Two. Uh, the game that came after that was very linear and they kind of stepped away from that. Halo three got a little bit better, but still CE is like the epitome of like open, you know, like, but then yeah. you can factor in ODST. So that's kind of what we're talking about, but Halo infinite's going like a legitimate open world environment. 
Yeah, it so. looks it looks it looks pretty good. I, I'm I man I'm I'm having withdrawals. I really want to play more <laughs> Infinite, and it, I'm really bummed that you know we don't have any word on when the next flight's going to be. They're already uh, talking about it. Yeah, we have no idea when, but uh, I think the official Halo page is like, "Hey, make sure you signed up for the next flight." And we're yeah, like, "Yeah, exactly." Woo! I mean, I would imagine because they're saying holiday holiday this year is when they're wanting to release it. Right. So when's oh man, when's 2042 releasing? I think uh, it's in October. October. Yeah, it's mid-October. I think. So, I mean, if I was Halo, <laughs> if, if I was 343 or Microsoft, I would, especially as big as uh, or well-received as 2042 has been, and it hasn't even had gameplay yet, I wouldn't want to release anywhere near that. You know, I, my, my first instinct, my first gut reaction would be either to be go the month before or the month after, because if you right. go into December, you're not really giving a whole lot of time for holiday sales, holiday sales. So like, and obviously September is Friday. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like you get, you get wait, into that, into in, that in December. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, wait, yeah. Like <laughs> you get into that early, that early November, release date i think is is like the the best i would say time to release because at that point you have a lot of people like like me that are obviously playing the crap out of 2042 at that time but we've played enough of it that we're ready to you know we're ready for that next experience you know yeah and i think it it fits perfectly in that time zone and i said and unfortunately sadly september is just too early Cause that's next yeah. month. <laughs> and, I mean, but, uh, how, yeah, I would say, crazy, yeah, I would love for it to be a September release. Oh. I mean, I, uh, I, one thing that's like that. And I, we actually talked about this recently too. And it's like, you know, every year, the other, the other boogeyman in the closet that they have to look out for is, uh, is call of duty and Activision blizzards going through, you know, hell right now. So who knows what they're thinking as far oh, as this yeah. year, but, uh, like, but I, I imagine that whenever Call of Duty announces their release date, we're going to hear Halo Infinite's relatively after. That's okay. just my opinion because we already know Battlefield's release date and they're just trying to, they're looking for their window because they don't want to Titanfall to themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's wanna, a, yeah. that's a very good point. I, I would uh, say we, we get the, fl- I, I would say we get the next flight in September. I would say mid month September yeah. is when we're going to get the second and final. We, I would flight. hope we at least get one a month. Yeah, okay. that would be flight, nice. While we're talking about the next flight, what do you want to see? Um, I want to see bigger, big team battle. I want to see vehicles. That's, I yes. mean, that's where I'm at at this point, you know, and even if it's with bots or if it's PVP, um, the vehicle play is going to be, I think, very important too. Um, oh, yeah. I think the... I, making know, sure these vehicles, like, I mean, for, for example, the Brute Chopper has only been in Halo 3 and this is the second game. And we all know how the Brute Chopper is supposed to feel. So yeah. this is, they got to get that right. You know, they don't have, they only have one game to reference and so the reference with the, the Warthog's been in every Halo game ever. You can't really mess that up too much because you have six games of reference. The Brute Chopper's only been in one game. We all know how that thing is supposed to feel and they, you know, they got to get it right. They, they want to fight that shit. Yeah, I, w- I would say, you know, big team battles. They also, you know, the rumors of the larger scale battles that had more than 16 players. Right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the entire weekend, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get some sort of special tease of playing that larger scale war mode that they're talking about. 
Yeah. I I mean, they're going to have, I mean, for a flight, especially if it's a brand new mode for Halo to have more players, like you're going to want to test that before release because that's where a lot of people are going to go to. Exactly. They're going to go to story and they're going to go to that new mode instantly so you're gonna have a lot of server load of a million people trying to play this game mode this new game mode i would definitely flight the crap out of that oh (laughs) oh yeah for sure and and that's one thing that i know we've talked about a lot because i honestly like when i was thinking about like when Halo Infinite comes out, I, like what what are some things I would like to make videos about after the game's out? And I I just knew for sure the videos I would have to be making would be along the lines of getting offline bots into Halo Infinite. And I'm so happy I don't have to do that because I did that with Star Wars Battlefront 2 and it finally happened. But I was like, Halo Infinite. It could it be so much better if it had bots. And the fact that the first flight we flighted their bots that are going to be in the game at launch is so awesome. Like for all kinds of reasons, but the one, the biggest one for me is the fact that uh, when something that's been plaguing Halo forever is that's when people leave matches, it's lopsided teams. Now they replace that member with a bot. And that's just, that's huge for Halo. We haven't, we haven't had that, you know? And like, I'm just so happy that that's a, that's a series of videos I won't have to make. And now which <laughs> makes, it, makes me, it makes me very happy. Here's the crazy at launch. It's going to have it. Here's the crazy thing to think about speaking about battlefront Two, because it's also in that time frame where infinite and 2042 are in, you know, their early development cycle. How, I mean, how much do you think the bot success kind of, uh, geared, you know, both 2042 and infinite to, to look at that and say, wow, they really, they really did that. And and they really created longevity in their game and people can go back and play it whenever they want now. Like that's what we want. And that's, and they they did it. Oh yeah. And like, after like the the shit show that was Battlefront 2's launch, you know what I mean? Like, in the, exactly. like it was just the punching bag for everybody. And say what you will about EA, but you know they 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 really or more so Dice. Yeah, you know, I don't know who did what, but like the fact that they actually after that launch they stuck to their guns and they actually turned it into a fantastic Star Wars game. You know that Battlefront fans can actually really enjoy and look forward to playing for years and years to come because they added bots and instant action. And I never would have thought of like that influencing Halo Infinite, but 100% the work they put into bots in Star Wars Battlefront 2 is going to bleed over into Battlefield 2042. And I feel like that's probably why Battlefront 2's live service ended so early because that team was getting sent to, over to work on Battlefield, which we knew they were going to work on Battlefield oh, yeah. 2042. But now that we know what they've been doing, you know, like that just tells us a lot. That Oh, now Battlefield is getting offline bots and it looks really freaking sweet. And it's like, oh, that's what they've been working on for the last two years over on Battlefront. Yeah, that that makes sense. Like that's like, but, dude, ba- Battlefield 2042. I was, I know, I mean, as you know, we, we buy every Battlefield game. We play them all. You play them more than I do, but I mean, I, I love the Battlefield games and I was pretty excited for Battlefield 2042. It already looked like it was going to be a really good, like solid Battlefield game. But when they announced the portal, dude, hype in that, (laughs) honestly, I, I feel like, I, I feel like Battlefront. I, I, and I, I'm attributing, I'm attributing a lot of battlefront two 
to why these games are what they are. Because if you really think about it, with just with the time frame of these games, these are the next era games from Battlefront 2, because these games were in early development at the time that that game was going through what it was going through. So these right. dev teams are probably looking at this incredible journey that they did. And they went to the end, you know, they saw the end of it and said, oh, wow, you know, the players really liked the bots. They really liked the the live service model that they went with. Um, the fact you know, that the they got fans a lot were of... heartbroken when it ended. Exactly. I bet like, they got the attention of every game development uh, de- development team in the world to be like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is doing something right because they're li- like, and everybody wants to have a live mm-hmm. service game because it's just money. You know what I mean? I'd they want a willing... game that they can just keep adding stuff to because people keep buying. And the fact that Battlefront 2 was, you know, when it ended, the fans outcried. There were petitions on top of petitions to have them keep going. I guarantee that got the attention of every studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I guarantee the next, you know, couple of years of games that we get, two or, next two or three years of games that we get are going to be, for the most part, fantastic because they have been developing during that time. And they saw that success from Battlefront 2 and saw what they did. And they went back and they and they looked at their, you know, they looked at their game. I guarantee 343 was looking at Battlefront 2 at the end and said, wow, look what they did and look how the players responded. We need to do this. And then you have, uh, yeah. and you have 2042. Making a live service game. I'm sure oh, yeah. they turned a dumpster fire into a game that the fans were heartbroken when the live service ended. And then 2042, <laughs> you think, OK, look at what they're doing on Battlefront 2. Look at how the players are reacting. And look at this success that they've had with the bot mechanic. Let's put that in our game. But the the portal aspect of it is what intrigues me the most now. Because oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and this is what you know Brett uh has talked about, or Brett and I have talked about too. Like, if they had not shown that at all, if that wasn't in the game, just from their gameplay up leading up to that point, we like Battlefront or battlefield uh, community or the battlefield community was sold like, Oh, this looks fantastic. The gameplay looked, you know, the gameplay trailer looked great. What they're trying to do looks fantastic. Like we're in a hundred percent. Like this is the game made for players. And then they add portal on top of that. And they give you this entire framework, which essentially, if you think about it, they're giving you the dev tools to create your own content for battlefront 2042 and they're giving you all these assets from different games like battle you know bad company 2 uh battlefield uh, 3 battlefield, 3, battlefield, uh, battlefield exactly <laughs> like all of these all of their ip it's it's like i mean it's I like they looked at with the mass chief collection and i was gonna say it looks like they it's almost like they looked at the master chief collection and they're like, hey, we have a whole backlog of beloved Battlefield games. What if we gave people the tools to <laughs> to build what they want and then we'll continue to add to it and make our game relevant for years to come? Like, dude, yeah, oh, man, I, 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 I tell you, talked about, yeah, I, think, I know we've talked about. Oh, good. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, I, I really do think that the next two to three years of games, especially live service games. I think we're going to see a lot of fantastic content because of I would say honestly I would say because of Battlefront 2 because it was yeah. it was such the it was such the forefront of one what not to do with a game and two how to turn a game around exactly like, 
and it was a and the fact that it was a live service game that's like it started out as a complete dumpster fire lawsuits were being yeah. filed against you know and them and it's just crazy that and when it ended like every i think it's universally known as like one of the biggest comeback stories in gaming you know is battlefront 2 it's up there you know and that's just crazy and you know and all these you know i feel like everybody just wants their own version of of uh, grand theft auto online every studio yeah. sees how much that money that that live service rakes in and everyone wants that and that's why we see the all these live service games popping up everyone wants their red dead online and uh you know battlefront came out we're gonna be a live service game and it was just I don't need to go into everything that was wrong with it, but the fact that they turned it around and it's pretty much universally loved now. And that's, and that's great. And so it's definitely going to influence, um, games that are wanting to be live service. You know, the studios that are making new live service games are like, guys, this, if this game can do it, look what they did, right? Look what they did wrong. And it's basically the, the stencil, the template on how to how to do it and how not to do it. It's like the the Jaws log of how to make a game, <laughs> 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 like a live service game, rather. Oh um, yeah, that's the truth. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm so stoked for this year. This year's going to be such a big year. And then we still don't know what Call of Duty is doing. I here's my quick take on Call of Duty is okay. I don't think is I don't think it's coming out this year. And if I do, and if it does come out, it is going to be critically panned because of <laughs> one, because of cancel culture. I'm, I'm being solely serious about that. And two, because it is not going to deliver a, a good call of duty product because of this stuff. That's this stuff that's going on. Cause okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I can definitely see like that would be so interesting to see Activision just take a knee. It's like, you know what, guys? We have a lot of house cleaning that we gotta do. We're gonna take a knee with this Call of Duty release. We'll release it after we feel like the studio's in good shape. That would be... That would win them so many brownie points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think here's so too. the thing. It's Activision. Yeah. They're going through, like, lawsuits and shit right now. They probably want that Call of Duty money. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know. I I feel like we could give them the benedict uh, the the benedict of the doubt, the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but just to be like, I mean, like how? I mean, it would do a lot if they're just like, guys, we don't. We know that we're not. We've let you guys down. We're gonna take a knee with this year's Call of Duty. Release it. You know, even if it's just you know in March of next year, they're like, you know, we got some house cleaning we gotta do. We gotta re, you know, get our our ducks in a row before we feel like we are able to present ourselves to you guys. That would be that would be something. But you hear that the the president of Blizzard stepped down. Yeah, yeah, he stepped down. Well, stepped down air quotes. I think he was given an ultimatum. <laughs> and dude, yeah, what is going on, with dude? That? It's all fucked up. Like there was there was a report of an of a IT tech, I guess, that pleaded guilty to hiding hidden cameras pointed at the toilet in bathrooms. What? Yeah, what? that's just like dude. one of many things. That dude, came out. I, I haven't even heard yeah. that. And I thought I heard everything. That's no, it's nuts. it's dude. It's new stuff comes out every day. It's it's God. terrible. But here and here's the thing. And because you're you're talking about they need that Call of Duty money. You here's but they have Warzone and right now Warzone is is in a very critical point where it really kind of seems that they're they're letting it go to the wayside. You know, it's being over overrun with hackers. Like a lot of big name Twitch uh, or just streamers in general are, 
uninstalling and playing different games because Activision is not supporting and and combating these uh you know these these hackers and these problems that is they're that having. because of what's going on right now or this has been going on for a while this has been going on for a while but it's gotten really bad as of late it, it just kind of seems like these hackers are just very bluntly you know advertising their shit about that or that works for call of duty Warzone, and people are buying it and activision is not doing anything about it because they're probably focusing on the next call of duty but Warzone is such a giant i hate to admit it because the battle royale but it is such a giant game and i would put it up there pretty close with fortnite because it's a call of duty game and, and they it, add I mean, to it, it got, every year. So even when this next Call of Duty comes out, they're just going to add more Warzone. You know, I mean, like it got people think, through. Yeah. It got people through COVID. Like it yeah. got millions of players through COVID. And you know what game got me through COVID? Animal Crossing. You goddamn right. Me too, baby. <laughs> I was playing Animal Crossing this evening, actually. I was laying in bed. Uh, I got a news update on my Switch that was like, hey, we added new seasonal stuff to Animal Crossing. Enjoy the August fireworks. And I was like, all right. Dude, I'm afraid to uh, I'm afraid to to log into Animal Crossing. My town's house is full of cockroaches. My, oh my god, it's your, gonna be terrible. Your villagers are eating each other. They're gonna hate me. Like they're gonna like you know how you can kick people out of the town. They're gonna kick me out of the town. <laughs> you log in, you come out of your house, and you look, and there's there's in a circle with an intervention sign. You're like, oh yeah, Jerry, he died. You know. Nobody yeah. was there to build the bridge, uh, <laughs> to fund the bridge building. So he's just been isolated over there and he died. We you never finished him. the bridge, you cocksucker. You know, <laughs> you know, Jerry's blind. <laughs> he fell in the river. He fell in the he river. <laughs> Goddamn shark got him. <laughs> you know, speaking of sharks getting people, my, my, uh, do you remember the name of my Animal Crossing Island? Oh, oh, uh, damn it. I know it. Um. <laughs> Oh, I feel like I know it, but I can't remember. It's Amity. It's Amity, Amity Island from Jaws. That's what it is. <laughs> I put up beach Amity. clothes, no swimming signs all over the beach. I caught my first great white, and instead of putting it in the museum, I put it in my basement. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I caught another one and put it in the museum. But mine's, yeah, uh, I, uh, mine's Sunnyvale. Yeah. I made the that's right. I made the entrance sign from Trailer Park Boys <laughs> for Sunnyvale. I hate I made how it my great Sunnyvale is a name for an animal crossing town. (laughs) (laughs) Like it works. Yeah. Dude, any closing thoughts, anything, you know, whatever. Um, I guess to to close, put a cap on that whole call of duty thing. Um, I know the rumors this year that it's, it's supposed to be like a world war two shooter. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see if they added World War II stuff to Warzone. I mean, they added Cold War stuff, so maybe World War II would just get it all kinds of weird. I don't know. I But I guess, you know, it's how long do you think Warzone's actually going to last? I, I, re- I really don't know, but if they just continue to add stuff to it, I mean, it makes them so much money. I think that they have the opportunity to make Warzone last a really long time and profit off it very well. But I think there's, I, I don't think they're, I think they're going to just let it go. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if it, they, I mean, it is the longest Call of Duty, I would say, entity that they've worked on consistently. I, oh, yeah, because I mean, like, even you think about the, their first Battle Royale, which is Blackout on Black Ops 4. I mean, who who's even talking about that? Do they even do anything to that? Like, you know, Warzone is the the th- the fact that they've been working on this thing for years and after it's been out. You know, that's crazy. I think I saw someone mention in our friend group 
Black Ops and that was the first time I heard anything about I was like Black Ops oh yeah a game did come out didn't it yeah yep. and that, they added whenever Cold War came out uh, they uh, added Black Ops uh, 80s themed guns and stuff to Warzone so who knows like if, if the next Call of Duty is supposed to be a World War 2 game they could add World War 2 stuff in there could be cool. I don't know. I don't really play. I don't play Warzone. I don't really play Battle Royales at all. I just, I like as someone who stands out on the outside and looks in. It's like, it's kind of cool to see Activision doing something like that. You know, like yeah. supporting something for free. You know, that's pretty neat. But you know, like to kind of wrap this whole thing up, like what we were talking about earlier about if they were to take a knee this year. It's like the more we talked about it, it's like yeah, dude. Even if they did take a knee, and they're like, you know what, we're, uh, you know, we're gonna release this in a time where we when we feel like we're in a better place it's like like what you said they make so much off warzone and even though they're not supporting it really well right now due to these hackers and whatnot they wouldn't i mean it's like yeah they'll lose money but they're not they're still that cow is still getting milked so it's like you can't feel yeah. too bad no <laughs> but i i think that i think you're right i think taking the knee and maybe you know saying oh well, we're gonna focus on warzone and 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 make it better and this and that like i i think that would be the the smart play i think for them long term but you know what in the meantime here i don't play a lot of call of duty anymore i think i played modern warfare when it first came out <laughs> we've got halo infinite coming out this year we've got battlefield 2042 coming out this year we've got a freaking series x update for witcher 3 coming out this year Yay! and we've got witcher season 2 coming out i you know activision and activision Alien. And yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that, but yeah, it comes like, out next month. Activision Blizzard, figure your shit out. I don't care. I've got this other stuff I'm dealing with. Yeah, I ain't got time, but I, I, nobody got time for that. I'll buy it if it looks good, but I'm, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are a mess. <laughs> just you just throw your card at the at the GameStop employee, like fucking just swipe just, it. Just give it to me, but I'm not happy about it. It's like I'm sorry. Did I do anything? No, it's fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> It's the only thing my wife will play with me, damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. thank well, you for good stuff coming. Thank you for for coming on. It was no always problem. it's always a blast, you know. So we'll see you in a year. <laughs> see you see you next July, fuckers. <laughs> no, so uh this will be uh uploaded as pro oh, hopefully soon. <laughs> I'm gonna my goal is to, my goal is tomorrow to get this and the, the YouTube version up tomorrow. I have a new episode of episode two of my destiny legacy series coming out. Um, that one's coming out tomorrow and next week you're getting another solo session from yours truly. So be ready for that. Uh, again, thank you, Alex, for, for jumping on. And, uh, of course, you can find him on live from my basement, who is getting ready to hit 1.6 thousand subscribers. If he hasn't already, I'm pretty sure he said he was close. I'm I'm pretty close. Yeah, I think like five. Yeah, five <laughs> there he's getting there. He's getting there, man. But yeah, but yeah, uh, youtube.com slash live from my basement. You can catch him there. He makes videos every single week. I did do the finger point. I was um, gonna say, you said that just like I say that. <laughs> Uh, videos every single week <laughs> i watch your videos more than you realize so uh so yeah he i mean fantastic content and then uh, of course if you want to see the youtube version of this and what other dumpster 
shit that I decide <laughs> to throw out. YouTube.com slash PixelBeast. Hit me up. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Take care. Bye-bye.